You're gonna need a bigger boat. What a day! What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You are a toy! She wouldn't even have a fly. You can't handle the truth! I'll be back. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Welcome everyone who's watching to a very special Blind Spot bonus. I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And we have some very special guests with us here today. Oh, it looks like George is back. Let's see if we can get him back with us. Can you hear us now, George? I hear the bonus. Hey, I can I hear you? I can hear something coming from that way. He is on a boat. Living <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man. It's Sunday. Get out there. I, I, I can appreciate that. George, can you hear us? Hello? Oh, yeah, now we can hear you. Hello. All right, great. All right. Very good. <laughs> Welcome, as All I was right. saying to everybody, we have a very special episode for you today, a very special interview. We have got some of the cast of Troll 2 here, and, now, and this being the 30th anniversary of Troll 2, the epic quote unquote best worst movie which i can get by that title i really can yeah. we everybody say hello we've got deborah reed with us today Woo we have darren ewing hello and we have jason stedman hello hello george hardy hey hi everybody <laughs> hey deborah i love you hi sweetheart <laughs> hey Hey, Jason. I know Darren. I've been working with Darren. So. Hey, hey. Good to see you. <laughs> I'm out of George. my boat, so I hope I can hear y'all. I'm going to turn my motor off. I want to trade places with you, George. I want to be wherever you are right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, on a, I'm on Lake Martin, Alabama right now. Oh. I, I figured it had to be Lake Martin. He, he loves yeah, Lake you guys Martin. have to come down and uh, visit the lake. Oh. We'd love to if we can ever get out of quarantine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm going to get the rest of these crew down here. I'm going to get Deborah down here one of these days. Oh, Jason and Dar Deborah, Jason and uh, Darren have visited, but not Deborah. I'm going to drag Deborah down here. <laughs> uh, you two guys, too. Okay. Oh, hey, that, that'd be fine. Like I, I, can, uh, I can spend visit. a day on the lake just as good as anybody. Yeah, there you yeah. Go. oh, great. Well, Josh, I, I know this has got to be a big deal for yeah. you, man. Yeah, yeah. It is. George does not piss on hospitality. <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> and he won't to be said. I wouldn't dream of we'll it. Say it later, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so yeah, Josh, this has got to be a big deal for you, man. This is you've been a fan of this movie for a long time. I guess that's since I was eight years old, I was a fan of this movie. I discovered it. I think on HBO is where I discovered it, like a lot yeah. of people. Well, unlike me, who discovered it through the internet, or at least knew of its existence through the internet, I actually had not seen the movie until about a week ago. That was the first wow. time I ever watched it. Wow. And God, what an experience that was. <laughs> <laughs> to witness that for the first time, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. What were your initial thoughts, both of you? Well, I, I went into it knowing that it was supposedly a really bad movie, one of those movies yeah. that's so bad it's good. And so I just I just embraced it, embraced the insanity from the get-go. You know, the the weird synth techno music playing in the opening credits sequence uh -huh. that does not fit up, it does not match up with the uh, the time period at all. Uh -huh. and this is very out of place. And I love it. It's wonderful. <laughs> it just... Uh -huh. Oh, and as a kid, I loved everything about it. The fact that the main kid's name is Joshua. Even though I don't like the name Joshua, I prefer Josh. That means I'm getting in trouble when I hear that name. <laughs> I still couldn't relate. I didn't understand why there was goblins and called trolls. I didn't think about the core because it's an eight-year-old kid. That's not something I was thinking about. But I just loved it. I'd watch it anytime it was on when I was at my dad's. I couldn't look at my mom's. <laughs> well, I mean... Oh, it, 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 we, we, just, we just got done recording like an hour-long episode to our podcast talking about this film. So that'll be out in about a week. But we want to hear, we just want to hear stories from production. We want to hear, like, how did you guys end up on this set? I was like, George, I want to know, as a dentist in Alabama, what were you doing in Utah in the first place? Oh, no, I was living out there. Yeah, so I was there. I moved to Salt Lake in 81. 
and it stayed there almost till 90, 90, right. 91, years. Yeah. I was in yeah. Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah I read that online that, 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 that some of your, some of your uh, patients actually uh, encouraged you to, to, to go to auditions for this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had friends that I worked with and I was teaching exercise classes back in the eighties and uh, yeah. And so they go, you know, go and audition. And so I did. And, and then that's how I got to meet these three other beautiful people here. It worked, it worked, it worked wonderfully. Did, did any of you ever think that this film would reach the cult status that it has to this day? No, no, not were at all. You, were any of you there on set going, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, were you guys like I've read that you guys everybody was going for roles as extras and got the lead roles. Is that true? Or were you actually going for these roles? No, I I was. Uh, I, I I read for Arnold. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I I read for Drew. In fact, my audition was the um the scene in the drugstore with the, with the drugstore owner that was my audition scene and i just remember thinking that was like so freaking bizarre <laughs> <laughs> but then they called me the next day they're like you got it like, oh, that didn't take long i was like you, mean you got a call back they're like no you got it <laughs> wow wow they liked yeah, you were, that much a done deal. there were no callbacks no callbacks. Deborah, did you did you read for the part of running Creedence? gun? Yes, I read for the part of Credence. Uh, um, first of all, I, I assume you were all in the same cattle call up in Park City in that huge hotel. Yes. Yeah. And there were like thousands of people. We went in and there were people just sitting down, all you know, lining all the hallways and the walls. I mean, it was huge and. Uh, so when I went in, there were like five Italians and they were, I could hardly understand what they were saying, but they told me to read some of my most, I guess, uh, known lines just screaming out into the camera. And so I just gave it all of my campy gusto that I could and had fun with it. And uh, voila. <laughs> and it worked. My goodness, did it work? Yes, it did. Every one of you. It was pretty funny. It was fun. And your son was in the movie as well, right, Ever? He was. He's the boy that uh, you see in the trailer, uh, my son Gavin. And uh, our agency, uh, I guess, sent us both. I don't know if uh, the directors looked, you know, through the books. I think they did, as I recall. They looked through the books and chose, um, you know, the agency books and chose pictures of who they wanted to come. And this was uh, multiple agencies, I think, in town. I was with McCarty Agency. And uh, so we were both chosen. And uh, within a few days, uh, they didn't know that we were mother and son is what's really interesting. And out of all those thousands of people, we both got parts. But anyway, Gavin is the one that throws the baseball, the baseball in, uh, you know, in the trailer. Right. And, uh, he told me later that Claudio said, uh, you make good faces. You know, <laughs> and if you watch that in the scene, you know, where the preacher is, um, you know, has that gooey green stuff and the whole, you know, little crowd, um, the Nilbog crowd, they're uh, all making horrible faces and groaning. Uh, <laughs> that, that was a great scene. Oh, that was such yeah, a that great was scene. A, yep, yep. And... Uh, yeah, he was a great preacher. He was very. <laughs> All right, we have a question from Dangerous Person. What is the one prop that you would have liked to keep from the movie? Wow. Was there a prop that any of you would have liked to have kept from the movie? That's a good question. Yeah. Well, I remember. Uh -huh. Oh. Oh, okay. I remember the first day walking in. And uh, I had no idea really what this, you know, <laughs> after reading the script, I realized it was pretty, uh, pretty goofy. But uh, <laughs> I remember walking in and seeing these boxes in the makeup room and all these little goblin heads, these faces. And I thought, oh, my gosh, um, 
As, <laughs> what have I gotten myself in into? <laughs> I would love to touch one of those, I think. <laughs> Oh, I, think I, I think I would like my, they, they let me keep my make, makeup appliances. Oh, they did? Oh, did they? But, uh, like the thing yeah, they had yeah. growing on your face? Yeah, yeah. They, uh, well, uh, they actually, uh, I, I kept them because they used rubber cement to glue it to me. So I, I went home and spent all night with a bottle of acetone trying to get right. the stuff <laughs> off of my legs and arms. So I, I yeah I kept the appliances. That's how you earn that. Um, yes, you earn yes, you earn that. Yeah, exactly. In our in our yeah, review, he that, mentioned that in a hundred bucks a day. She'll be. <laughs> no. in, in our review, he mentioned that you spent fourteen hours in that in that pot. Is yeah. that true? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That was yeah. a long day. And it was uh, we were we we were supposed to to keep shooting, um, uh, uh the, the next day, but um. And I, I was I was trying to be a trooper. They they eventually brought a stool and and put it behind me. And they brought in like a fruit shake and, and you know put a straw in my mouth so I could get some sustenance. But <laughs> about about the time that about the time that uh, Deborah pulls out that chainsaw, I was about ready to pass out. I was just like, guys, can we can we get this shot? Because yeah, I was I was about to to pass out. Oh my goodness, uh, Jason. Yeah. What about you? Was, uh, yeah, I, I think um, I would want my yellow shirt that they lost back. <laughs> oh, your yellow shirt? They lost your yellow yeah. shirt. If, if you've seen the documentary, I talk about it in the documentary. But I actually, the yellow shirt I was wearing initially was my shirt, right. and it had a logo on it and a logo on the back. And so you'll see that in parts of the movie, it's got the logo on it, and other parts, it doesn't because they lost it. Oh no! Me go buy a uh, yellow shirt, you know. They, they made you buy your own shirt. Uh, like, <laughs> you know, I was just like, isn't it like a wardrobe or company or something? But no. So I drove to the little town where we were, in Morgan, Utah, and this little store bought a yellow shirt. So I would kind of like my yellow shirt back. <laughs> you know, we're all out of yellow shirts. Yeah, we're all out of, we'll, we'll need to make a yellow cinematic blind spot shirt and send it. <laughs> and you know, so many teenage boys wear yellow shirts and orange shorts. I look like a trimmer ice cream cone. I was filming in the 80s. That was, I think it was common. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, George, what about you? What what yeah, what, what yeah. prop would you have liked to have kept? Well, that's what it's funny that Jason said that. Uh, it's my striped shirt. I, I just love that striped shirt. I wish I could find that. There's two striped shirts that I wore in the movie. One was blue and red striped and yellow with it. And then the other was uh, blue and white striped. Yeah. And I wish I had those shirts. That blue and white striped shirt was my shirt. <laughs> I think they were both my shirts too, you know? <laughs> those were ultimate dad shirts. Yeah. Yes, that, yes oh they were. God. I love shirt. those shirts. I wish I could find them again. <laughs> oh, oh, I could find those shirts. I've even looked for them on Amazon, you know, or eBay or something. You know? <laughs> if, if somebody released them and put like a special edition Troll 2 shirt on them, they'd, they'd probably sell like crazy. Oh, that, yeah. That may be a good idea. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I got to say, in the documentary, I love the shirt that you guys wear that has goggles on the front and Nilbog on the back, the green yeah. shirt. I want that shirt. <laughs> that is <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody call Fright Rags and, and, and give them an well, idea. Well, actually, speaking of that, uh, Devin Whitehead, who works for Cavity Colors, has made a great Troll 2 design, I want to say, for the soundtrack on vinyl or something. Mm -hmm. But Cavity Colors can't get the rights because I want that design on the show. Oh, man. <laughs> There's been a lot of t-shirts that a lot of people have put out there though that are troll two related and oh yeah it you know and as well as uh, music and you know all kinds of things that's been really fun to see through the years. Yeah. That's that's crazy. And tattoos, a lot, a lot of troll yeah. tattoos. Yes, um, I, I I have not watched the documentary yet, but he was telling me about the guy getting the the poster, the monster right. from the poster, poster that's not even in the movie, getting uh -huh. that tattoo on him. Yeah, yeah. that's not the yeah. worst idea yeah. of a tattoo I've ever seen. George says no, I don't like tattoos, and the guy's like, well, I don't like dentists. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best Christmas movie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That is great. You know, so as far as as far as costumes go, 
uh, their wardrobe lady took me into Salt Lake City and to some costume shops to find a costume and everything we saw, I said, oh, this, uh, this just doesn't work. I don't, I don't like this. And doing um, different, you know, theater and writing my own things and doing camp all my life, I just, nothing really, you know, hit the bill. So I said, you know what, I'll come up with my own costume. And so I did get to keep mine because it was all mine. Except, and I used my grandmother's, that beautiful velvet coat with the ermine collar, um, ended up though with green in the silk lining, was all splattered with green in the end, but it's kind of fun to have that anyway. <laughs> I did read somewhere that like all the jewelry you were wearing in the film was actually like heirloom jewelry that, that was in your family? That was, that was uh, all mostly mine. They uh, added like one little black bracelet and uh, a few things. And, uh, but yes, it was, it was all mine, my grandmother's, um, yeah. So isn't that fun? Even that main, that kind of Inca um, necklace or neck piece that I was wearing. Yeah, that, that was all mine. So yeah, fun. Oh, okay. Uh, we have another question from Dangerous Person. If there was a remake of Troll 2 made today, who do you think would be cast as your role? No, I say remake the movie and then put you all back in it. I mean, that's the perfect way to do it. I'll let you answer. That's my answer. Who would be cast as your role? Who should play? Would you want to play our who would, characters? Who would, who would you want to play Arnold? Or who would you want to play uh, Drew? Or. Far oh, away. I, I, I gotta, I, I gotta go. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love that answer. That is a great answer. I would watch the hell out of that. <laughs> I would, I, I would like to see Tilda Swinton tackle that line and make it not sound shitty the way that I did. I, I, I would like that. That would be amazing. Ooh, Jason, what about you? Maybe, uh, I'm sorry, who was that? What's his name? Timothy Calumet. Timothy Calumet. I, I know that name, but I don't know. I'm not sure I know who that is. He was in Call Me By Your Name. He was in, um, oh, okay. Yeah, he was in Little Women. He was in, uh, yeah, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is kind of just come up with whatever you'd like. Um, Deborah, what about you? Who do you who do you think could play Credence today? Gosh, I don't know if anyone can act that bad. Um, <laughs> now hold on, hold on, just a minute. Oh, here we go. Time to bring up the corn scene. Anybody who can do that seductive corn cob dance the way you did it with a straight face is a good actress. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar worthy, hands down. I'd have to say. Choose any comedian. I don't know. <laughs> Julia Louise Dreyfus. How's that? <laughs> there you go. She could be fun. Uh, you know, that's funny because you know that our first um, Troll 2 that was on VHS, you know, it was with Troll, which Julie was actually in. Right. I remember you saying that now. Yeah. Well, that's funny that you say that, but I think she'd be great. Absolutely. Okay, George, you still with us? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, can y'all see me? Uh, yeah. No, well, we can't see you, but we can hear you. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Oh bummer. Oh shoot. Uh, let me get back to. Okay, there we go. Now? Yeah, yeah. Now you're on. yeah uh, I was trying to actually bring Michael Stevenson in and send him the link. Uh, I've got Michael's phone number. I was trying to get Michael on with us. <laughs> but uh, yeah, oh yeah, okay. Justin Timberlake de definitely would be the <laughs> He played yeah, I would love to hear Justin Timberlake say, you can't piss on hospitality. Oh, he could do it. He I'm very good. He could probably sing hospitality it. back. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we need to call him. <laughs> he, he could probably turn it into a musical number. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> That's funny because there have been troops that have made musicals of Troll oh. 2. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We've been to some. No, I was in Dallas, uh, uh, Jason, uh, Darren, and Deborah. Uh, 
and I hit it the night I was there, and the complete stage acted, uh, total reenactment of Troll 2, music, <laughs> Troll 2 music. It was fantastic. I'll send y'all links. It was oh. hilarious. <laughs> I would love there. to see that. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can send that link to us too. We will watch it. Okay, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, that's funny because Darren and I once went to, where was it, San Diego? And uh, they had a, a an audience and they were watching the movie at the same time that the troupe was acting it out on stage. Remember, Darren? Oh, it was like a shadow cat, yeah, like a Rocky Horror Picture in, Show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was, yeah. It, was in, it was in Sacramento. It was in Sacramento, and I I just can't tell you how uh, strange and kind of awesome it is seeing a, another actor playing your character. Yeah, that's really You're right. It's really wild. Yeah, did they know you were there? Yeah, they knew. They did it. No. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, See, so I would, I would be, I would be nervous being on stage, knowing that the guy who created the character I'm playing is in the audience. That would freak me out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they were awesome. In, in Sacramento, that the guy really was, and he, he actually came up to me before the show and just said, "I, I really hope I don't mess up." I'm like. What are you kidding? Did you see me? <laughs> there's no way you could, there's no way you could do a worse job than I did. Oh, okay. you did a great fun. job, though. It, it's an honor having somebody do that. It really is, and uh, it was so fun and fun being with uh, Darren during that one. Yeah, whom whom everyone adores. Yes. Well, <laughs> this movie is 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 just so endearing. It really is like if, if you just you know embrace the insanity from the get go. Right. It I, I, it's hard to it's hard for me to explain. And I love that you guys are all still friends after all these years because yes. of this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, like this movie really started something that thirty years later you guys are still friends and still communicate <laughs> with each other. I mean that's that's insane. Well, we're we're this is a family. You're looking Ooh. at a family. Yeah. It's the Troll Two family. Yeah. We, right. we 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 all know each other's uh, uh, friends and uh, and and family and you know uh, it's a it's a family that's yeah, that, to me it is. That was one of the probably the best parts of going you know to all the screenings around the nation and, and um, with Troll Two and then with Best Worst Movie and then the Salt Lake screenings, the LA screenings, and that is. We just spent so much time together, just became such good friends. And that was probably the best part about the whole thing, really. Dan, I just want to say, I got in contact with Jason right first, and he's the one that put me in contact. I know Darren, and I know George, because he put me in contact, and George called me that night. He couldn't make it today, but he's the one that put me in contact with everyone. So big shout out to Jason Wright for doing that. Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. Very good guy. So, so about how long did the shoot last? I'm just curious. Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not bad, I guess. Yeah, but you would like go shoot a couple of days and then go do your dentistry during the week too, right, George? Isn't yeah, it? I would. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remember you saying that. Oh God. Well, I mean, I can remember. I would, I would go pick up. Um, oh, uh, oh, y'all help me out, uh, you guys. Uh, Margo, right? I would go pick up yeah. Margo in the mornings, and then we would go up and drive up to Morgan. Or we drive up to Heber City or Cottonwood Heights, which was close to our house, and uh, then we go in and yeah, and uh, then that would be one day. And then uh, I remember one morning I worked in the morning, picked her up at one o'clock, and we stayed till nine o'clock that night or ten. And yeah, I go back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's awesome. Were, were there a lot of movies made in Salt Lake City, Utah area, or? That, that's never a place that springs to my mind when I think of the film industry. Right. Oh, yeah. It's such beautiful country, and uh, they have very expert, uh, you know, Redmond and just these expert, um, you know. Well, I can't uh, you jump in, you guys. I'm not getting yeah, my yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah, a lot of Utah people. is uh, a very popular location to, to make movies, and um, right now, they they filmed the uh, the television series Yellowstone here, 
Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. A lot of Disney movies, a lot of Hallmark movies. Yeah, there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, production here. Uh, the the crews are great, and um, they know what they're doing. And there's a diversity of scenery in Salt Lake and a and a pool of talent that makes it uh, very appetizing for filmmakers. Dan, I think there's a good chance I've seen you in a Hallmark movie because I take a lot of naps while my wife watches them, and I probably woke up and uh-huh. I'm pretty sure I've seen that. <laughs> so, our, our, uh, George, I know you're I'm still sorry, practicing. You're, you're breaking up a little bit. Okay. Um, he was saying that he, uh, Josh was saying that he's pretty sure he's seen you, Darren, in, in a, at least one Hallmark movie because that's when he liked to take his take his naps. I take naps his... at night before work. My wife turn to the Hallmark. And I'm pretty sure I'm like, I wake up and I just look and glance, and I think I've seen you on the screen at least once. Oh, okay. <laughs> Darren, Darren, I know you've been in a lot of different. Have you ever been in a Hallmark movie, Darren? Have you ever been in a Hallmark movie? Uh, I just auditioned for uh, two. Two Hallmark movies. Yeah, I've been in two Hallmark movies, two Hallmark Christmas movies, and I just auditioned for two more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Like fingers crossed, because <laughs> I need to work. <laughs> the Hallmark Christmas movies all kind of. Back, well, back 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 in December when George and I were uh, filming *Sis* in Baltimore, I I quit my day job and decided to become an actor full time and uh, then the COVID-19 thing hit and mm. so I, uh, I'm, I'm seeking employment. So if there are any filmmakers out there, call, call me. And <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm excited about Sist. Uh, George actually went back last week and watched Texas Cotton. Yeah. Uh, you know, with you and Blue Temple and uh, Tiffany Shep has popped up. So as a horror guy, I love seeing her pop up in anything. Oh yeah. That was pretty good, and I think that's the same director that's doing Cyst. Yeah, okay. Tyler, yeah, yeah. So Tyler actually has uh, three films coming out in October, November. uh, Actually, four uh, that I'm in all four of them coming out. But uh, yeah, it's really kind of cool. He shot here comes Rusty in Mobile, Alabama, in 2014. and uh, it was, I just did a one-day shoot with, with Tyler there that has uh, Bruce Hampton in the in the uh, in the film. Of course, Bruce Hampton passed away, and, and um, yeah, but there's some other uh, people in the film that in Here Comes Rusty, and it's just getting released now. And then, uh, okay. and then, uh, well, I did Texas Cotton with Tyler, and uh, that was in uh, November of 20. Uh, 16. Uh, then I shot in Germany uh, in a, uh, another movie called it's called Goblin 2 and I played actual Michael, actually played Michael Waits. Awesome! I was going to reprise the role as oh, Michael Waits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 20, 20 years later or whatever. And then, uh, yeah, and I oh, shot that in Baden-Baden, Germany for a week and then Darren and I recently were able to shoot Cyst in Baltimore which was just fantastic. So uh, that was a great, yeah. I play a derm, uh, dermatologist, a gone crazy dermatologist, kind of like uh, between Jim Carrey uh, in the, the the mask and of course, uh, Jack Nicholson in The Shining and Marty Feldman in Young Frankenstein. Kind of all those three characters mixed together in one wow. mad, crazy scientist. I, I think I heard you. Which I work on, Darren. <laughs> My trusty intern, Darren's my trusty intern in the movie. <laughs> I think I heard you describe it as uh, Dr. Pimple Popper on steroids on a different Yeah, podcast. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You can oh, ask Darren about it. Hold on. Dr. Pimple Popper? George does a real number on me. And says, yeah, oh. I did. Yeah, My kids yeah. love Dr. Pimple Popper. I think I've, he enjoyed I've, it. I think he enjoyed it a little too much. <laughs> yeah, right. You'll see when you watch the movie. Oh, man. We'll definitely have to put that on our to-watch list. Darren and I had such – it was – I almost get emotional for you guys, Jason and Deborah, uh, uh, working with Darren again after 30 years. It was uh, – what Darren will describe this as well with me, how surreal that was to come back on set. You know, with Darren, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is really happening. And it was so <laughs> meaningful. To both of us, wasn't it, Darren, to be able to do that together? What wasn't that amazing, really? 
Oh yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, can well, we do it again? Yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, thirty years later, I would love to be back with Jason and Deborah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I, I wish we've tried. You know, we've tried so much, so many times to do a sequel, but the language. Uh, area and of course now the COVID thing has been tough right. we've got i don't know if deborah and jason and, and darren but michael and i have stayed pretty much in touch a lot with claudia and rosella and and she's written the script to troll tro- tro- two part two and <laughs> I, you know and, uh, awesome. i reached out to claudia but he didn't respond because i was still trying to get him on. oh it's so great they are both just they are sweethearts i just love them both and claudia speaks better English now. And I called Claudio every couple of months and, you know, I talked to him during the COVID time because they were, they were really in quarantine there in Rome and, uh, and, uh, Rosella, yeah, yeah, Rosella, you know, translate, Google translate is now better. (laughs) And so we've been able to communicate better with each other through our emails and all, but they've gotten close to trying to make this happen again. And of course she wants to bring all, all of us back as, as best she can in the, in the sequel. You would just about have to. I think that's the only way. That, that is the only way. That's the only way. Yeah, yeah. They really want to. Yeah. That's great. Um, I personally would like to hear, like, what is your favorite story to tell from the from production? Like, what's the what was your favorite thing to happen during production? Favorite thing that happened. Or like, what is the story that you tell people over drinks? Like, hey, you want to hear something messed up? Like, Darren looks <laughs> okay, like Darren, Darren, what do you got? Uh, uh, I really enjoyed running through the woods and tackling Christina and uh, working with her. She's gorgeous. I, I I drove her to the set and we we just hit it off. And of course, the the all Italian crew. Here she is, this this beautiful young blonde lady, and so they would they would like hold her hand, like okay, you come over here and you do this, and then they turn to me, get it, get it here. <laughs> what? Awesome. Nobody cares about that guy uh, with the glasses. Get over here. She was uh, uh she was uh, just lovely. <laughs> oh man. And, and 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 when we wrapped, she gave me a kiss on my cheek, and that, that was great. <laughs> We're, we're neighbors, actually. She lives with her husband and her two girls just a mile away from here. Oh, wow. really? Awesome. Wow. That is great. So that, that's my favorite. Okay, your favorite story. Mine was kind of um, funny because it was the first day that we shot, and it was in the, the city house, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And we were all there. We were downstairs when they were shooting scenes upstairs and everything. And they actually shot that day, the last scene where they're eating mom. And I remember me and Dave McConnell, and Dave McConnell was a friend of mine. We done stuff in high school together. Um, he played the other one of the four. Right. I reached and, out to him too. Yeah. Yeah. And we were we we were sitting there behind the wall watching that scene as they were filming it, and we hadn't filmed any scenes or anything yet. And I remember we looked at each other and we're like, I sure hope that looks more realistic on camera than it does. <laughs> <laughs> it so didn't. <laughs> like, that does not look realistic. But and then we, that day we we kind of get got a little bit of a clue what we were getting into. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Deborah, uh, what about you? Oh gosh, uh, so many. Uh, you know, a lot of it was hard. I mean, it was so fun working with my little flower, you know, Darren in that pot, but I felt so sorry for him because I knew he was miserable. <laughs> but uh, that that was, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. It was really interesting. I mean, a lot of the stuff was uh, kind of difficult. Um, and it's funny, I remember though in that scene when I, they had to literally put that huge um, chainsaw into my arms. I couldn't pick it up. It was so heavy. <laughs> and, uh, but gosh, you know, it was just fun being in that atmosphere and watching how ridiculous I got a kick of how ridiculous it all was and how campy because I enjoy that. So I, yeah. I, 
I kind of thought that was fun, you know. And, um, but I, of course, never realized it was going to be bad enough to reach the badness heights that it did. You know? <laughs> the but the really depth of the letting it go like that, you know. <laughs> George, what about you? Uh, definitely the stair scenes where where I'm going down the steps and the goblins are, are <laughs> uh, they're, they're 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 jumping on my back and I'm doing all the fighting and then I kick them down the steps and all that and just watching the stunts happen that in that. But yeah, because uh, you know, we did that seen up and down the steps i don't know how many times now my knees couldn't take it but uh i don't know how we, how we did that you know yeah yeah oh my goodness <clears throat> i have another comment from Zhuang. i guess this seems like a lot of the cast is pretty tight i wonder if they were reunited in a sense around the time of the documentary came out or if they've always kept in touch so have you yeah have you guys just always stayed in touch or was it the documentary the the best the best worst movie or the worst best movie best, best worst, worst movie, movie. Was, uh, it was, was actually, it was it was long before that when when um we first had our big first screening in new york um that was a big first screening in new york at upright citizens brigade theater um and that's when we all saw each other again after i think it was at the time 17 years and then um, that's we when, when they were filming Best Worst Movie, and when we were going around to the screenings and that nation and that, that's when we just really like became, you know, friends again, family again. But it's been about sixteen or twenty years before we've even really seen each other. Oh, okay. But did you keep in touch during that time, or did you just kind of like, yeah, I worked with these people once? You know? Yeah. yeah I, we didn't brought him back. Yeah. Yeah. The screening brought him back. That's all. I, I, I kept in touch with everybody. Did you? Yeah. yeah I, I, I the documentary? Was, well, when the documentary came about, after, well, Deborah and I had met uh, at a screening, the very, very first screening. I think Darren was there and Deborah. I don't think Jason, you were there, but it's in Provo, Utah. I, I was there. Yeah. You were there. Yes. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. Deborah and I, Deborah goes, George, we, we, this is, there's a huge underground cult with this thing going on. And we all got tackled that night, unaware that, you know, BYU students were lined up for all of our autographs. And I think all of us were pretty much shocked that night. And then Deborah says, Hey, we should make a doc around this. And I said, yeah, we should. And so uh, Michael Stevenson, who played my son in Troll 2 was not there. And then uh, from that, I, we all started exchanging addresses and Michael said, why don't I went out, I flew out to Los Angeles to meet Michael. And he says, George, we ought to, he had stayed in the business pretty much. And uh, so why don't we make a documentary? I think Deborah was then considering it. So we, we got friends and family together and organically made best West movie. And I kind of got to, well, we had some mavens out there helping us get, uh, gathered the addresses of all the what there were 17 of us I think and uh, then we got Claudia and Rosella involved again and oh my gosh what, what I mean what an incredible incredible story for all of us mm-hmm. to be able to have had that happen again in our lives and uh, and then we we spent gosh Michael and I spent about uh, three years uh, from 20 uh, really it was it was April the 11th 2006 that I got the invite. Um, I got a phone call from from a guy from Furman, and he was uh, he was yeah. writing a radio documentary. And I went, "Oh my God!" He says, "You don't believe me? Go to IMDb." And I did. I didn't even know what that meant. And scroll down <laughs> to the bottom. It said, "Troll Two Cast Reunion, in Provo, Utah, April the 11th." Two days later. I mean, yeah. And I just stumbled across the April 11th April 11th day. It just out of, out of the universe two days later in Provo. So I spent $710, I remember, <laughs> put it on my credit card, and I flew out and got there late and walked in in this dark room. And there were my best buddies right behind me, all of us sitting together. Uh-huh. And the lights came on, and, and, and that was, and I had never even watched Troll 2 in its entirety. And from that is kind of history and the fact that what happened with Best Worst Movie and Michael and I organically put together the doc which was went to 28 cities and seven countries and we had friends and family support us and 
then we brought Darren and Jason and Deborah into the pictures and we just started really like all, all of us had stayed in touch with each other pretty much. And here and there, Deborah now, you know, it's so good to see here today. But, uh, and then Darren, of course, came back in and Jason's, I mean, it's like we're all blood brothers and sisters, you know? Yeah, and you, you guys have this, this amazing experience that you all have shared together. What was your reaction when you found out that this movie had the cult following it? I was the same way. I was, I was blown away. I'm not sure exactly how I heard about the IMDb message boards out there. Uh-huh. But I just went out there and I was just blown away how many people were talking about it. And I think Aaron was already out there talking to the fans and then I jumped out and was like, oh my gosh, Jason's coming like, what in the world is going on? And it was interesting because my friends and I, we had had like cultural screenings over the years. We thought it was hilarious. So we always did that. And then to see that that was happening in the nation and the world as well, it was just, it was blew my mind and then going to the screenings like in Provo in New York just unbelievable when people are taking pictures with you and like you're, you're signing autographs and just it's it was like this surreal experience and then that that was kind of our lives for the next five or six years really that's incredible yeah and people bow down to you I mean it's it's the funniest <laughs> and cutest thing it's adorable um you know they are the sweetest our fans in general are the sweetest people and they come from all walks of life just very you know diverse and amazing and beautiful and it's really really fun it's been an amazing uh experience and uh, these guys here though they are the greatest the greatest guys i'll tell you what they're so loving and sweet and i'm it's an honor to have been to be their friend you know mm. That's great. Oh, and, and Deborah, I just had to make this point. Um, watching this movie, the most impressive, the most amazing thing about it, I think, was whoever did your makeup for this film. Because Credence goes through so many different transformations in this movie. It's like, it's times where she doesn't look like a fake person. Your makeup was awesome. Well, she did a great job, and it was. You know, I'll tell you something funny. Um, it did, it's not nothing like Darren, but it did take hours to get that makeup on me. And mm -hmm. then I would go home at night wearing it. And I remember going to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody, you know, staring at me. <laughs> and um, the funniest story is the last day of shooting, I was driving home and I got into an accident. I was behind this little... Um, slow thing with blinking lights in front of me and I ended up upside down in a ditch and I remember the guy running over to me and I was pulling myself up <laughs> and he saw my face and started screaming his head off <laughs> I'll call an ambulance I'm fine you know <laughs> I yeah, I, if 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 I had if I saw someone who looked like that getting out of a wrecked car, I'd probably think, yeah, they're they're not along for this world. Yeah, she's pretty oh, good. Yeah, she was she was a well-known uh, makeup artist. It was pretty fun. Anyway, in Italy, Italy, yeah. Okay, uh, that is great. Also, how many times did you watch that porn on the Oh God, I probably watched that scene about three times. Like I watched it once while I was watching the movie. I had to pause the movie. I was laughing so hard. The music, the dancing, the the, the making the corn on the cob, or, or making the popcorn. I had to watch that movie. I had to watch that scene about three times. <laughs> it was yeah. it was so funny. Um, and as an eight year old kid, that's how I thought popcorn was made after that scene. So. Here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought we used the microwave. <laughs> You know, they, they had some special get-up popcorn maker, and uh, I was with this this poor, sweet young kid, and uh, um, the popcorn maker broke in the middle of the scene, and we had to <laughs> halt everything until it... <laughs> 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 I'm sure he didn't mind. I'm sure he didn't mind multiple shoots of that scene. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Very uncomfortable. Anyway, 
but it was pretty The rest funny. of us were a little jealous, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, I really, going into that, I had no idea, really, how that was going to come off. So it was a surprise to me, too. So. I was surprised with how as how as goofy as the movie was, it had a very dark ending. Like that, <laughs> I was expecting that to be another dream sequence, but it ended up not being one. Yeah. Like when you were making the movie, did you think, okay, this is going to be a horror? Or no, it's going to be a comedy. What did you think? Like, I guess you'd all read the script by that point. No, they had not. Oh, you hadn't, <laughs> right? You guys weren't given like a full script or anything, <laughs> if I read it correctly. No, um, we were. We, it was just hard to, to decipher. Uh, I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, in English. Well, we just couldn't figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sort of as we went. Yeah. When yeah. I the first time I read the script, I just I was just this is really odd. <laughs> <laughs> but I need work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it was my first beat, you know, feature film. But I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do it. And hopefully we'll see what happens. But I just remember reading the script and like going, yeah, that's kind of odd. And then that first day of shooting that I talked about, I was like, okay, what have I got myself into? <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, this this film definitely has a level of charm to it that like you won't see in like a giant blockbuster Disney or Marvel movie like we've got today. Like these are people who just wanted to make a movie and they did it. They didn't care how insane it was, or I mean, the, I can respect that wholeheartedly. I can respect that more than I can respect another CGI giant summer blockbuster. Absolutely, and that's why the thing that uh, it, it, it it comes up in best worst movie um, that uh, a, a lot of people say is that the film just has a lot of heart. Has um, some authenticity. I mean, we we were we were actually trying to to make a good movie, and um, uh, you know, Phil Mirage is cap very capable, very professional. They know how to make a movie, uh, and so I, I we were we were all just trying to do our level best. And I think uh, it's because it turned out so bad. Uh, despite our, you know, our our uh, our best efforts, um, is something I, I think failure is a, a, a commonality that we all share. Um, so I, I I love bad movies and I love uh, campy cinema. Uh, so I I don't even think it's a it's a bad movie necessarily. Um, I don't either. I don't either. I either. It certainly no. hasn't been for me. Yeah. yeah, that's the big topic of discussion. It, you know, it, it's strange. Yeah, it's been, um, you know, taught in film schools and things like that because it challenges the notion, what is a bad movie? I mean, if you are watching a movie and you laugh your head off and you're just, you know, so enjoyable and so funny and so quirky, the whole time, I mean, you know, company uh, studios put millions and millions of dollars into Adam Sandler movies and all these movies that are just trying so hard to be funny and they just, they flop. Mm -hmm. And it was, and, you know, and ours is just hilarious. And so that's, it's not, if you laugh through the whole thing and have a, enjoy the whole thing, it's not a bad movie, you know? No, absolutely. Action, you know? You know I agree with that 100%. Yeah, I've, through the years, I've gotten messages from people that said it saved them, actually. They, it was their go-to and it would brighten their day yeah. when they're going through hard times. It's amazing, truly. And it's really been a blessing in my life. Uh, just all of the good things that have come out of it. And uh, yeah, and it it brings people together. And through the years, people throw Troll 2 parties every year. You know, they get together, they um, throw popcorn and eat green food and have so much fun. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'd hate to clean up after a Troll 2 party. Yeah, <laughs> you need a massive vacuum cleaner. But yeah, like... I <laughs> You can just like cook all regular food and put green frosting on top of it. Hey, it's troll food. <laughs> we, we, like we still do it with our friends every um, October. We actually do the drinking game. There's a lot of drinking games out there, troll two drinking games. 
And so we, we last year we put a, a, this big poster of when you drink. And like, honestly, within like 20 minutes, we were all drunk because so many drinking cues. But, um, but no, we, every, every October, like we, we do a big one with my friends and there's always like five or 10 people have never seen it. So it's like exciting, you know, for them to experience it. So <laughs> we're going to have to look at a troll two drinking party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> drinking games. Out there. yeah. Look up troll two drinking games. They're out there for sure. That's incredible. <laughs> oh man. So, um, when all this is over and quarantine's over, do you guys ever hit the horror cons? Cause I know in best worst movie, George Hardy didn't, you did not like the horror con, which disappoints me. I, horror I love horror cons. I, I don't think I was. That was now. the Darren thing. Yeah, I think I was yeah. over. I was yeah. just exhausted. I didn't get any sleep the night before. You know, I think I was just tired. But uh, I, yeah. I think it's different now. I've been to a few more. And in fact, Michael and I met Claudio and Rosella about a year or two ago at the same horror convention in Dallas at Friday. Fright Fest or something, and it was, you know, it was a whole different feeling that going there then. It was, you know, a lot of fun to do it. I, so I do, and then I just did another horror film. But, uh, you know, it's so interesting to hear all of us talking about the movie. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, all four of us, and really any of the cast that were part of making Best Worst Movie, we all, we all know and own what it's like to have been in a movie that's so bad it's good. And, we all know now, like what Deborah was saying is so true. I was resonating with that, Deborah, because, um, and I think I was trying to feel why I was getting emotional with, with Darren being able to work with him again. And I thought to myself, wow, we've all four been through yeah. so many deep experiences with this film and how it's changed our lives as well. I mean, it's, it, it has tremendously changed my life. And uh, I've been to Dubai, even to Dubai with Michael, uh, to, to work with NYU, the students over there, film students, like, like mm -hmm. Jason said. But we, we know how this movie has touched everybody's, so many of the fans' lives. And like Deborah said, it's changed so many people. And I, uh, everybody, I've got the president of Mrs. Renfro's Salsa. One of my a good friend, he sends me Salsa. Now he's a huge fan of Troll 2, all the way to a guy that's written a, 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 a pet owner's book, you know, or just... Uh, students and, and all kinds of people from all walks of life, like Deborah said, uh, but how it's touched their lives and really how it's touched ours. And I don't know. It's, it's I think it's all about this sense of humor and, uh, you know, I don't know what it is, you guys. Maybe y'all can help tap into that with me. But here I am back in Alabama. Got my southern accent back. And, you know, <laughs> it's, home for me. it's home for me. But uh I, I don't know. This 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 changed my life as I know it has for you guys. I don't know if y'all want to add how it's. Uh, it just brought me a lot more love, not only to to the world of, of the people that love Troll Two, but also to respect Claudia and Rosella as filmmakers, and then to work with these other actors that just winged it and just threw themselves into something and had the courage to do this. And even myself, you know, we all jumped into deep water not knowing what we were doing. Like Darren said, we were all just trying to make a, a, a good film. And it just happened to us. And uh, I don't know if y'all, you guys want to add into that, but it, it, was, it was profound for me. And it still is to this day. Here we are 30 years later, just, you know, to be able to, to share with each other like this, you know? Yeah. Right. What about I, you guys, Darren or Jason, Deborah? You guys, I agree. You guys? Completely. I mean, I agree such a it's been such a, a blessing what george said in my life totally I mean, just pull the ghost ditto like just to have the experiences that we were able to have and to be able to travel with it and to meet fans and just like you know all the stuff and then get come closer you know as cast i mean it completely changed my life you know and um and to this day i still um meet troll 2 fans all you know like probably monthly, you know, it comes up in conversations and that they're like, I love troll too. And then, you know, it's just like, cool. I was in it, you know, <laughs> and, and, but it's just, yeah, this, and then that nugget of time, that five or six years or so when we traveled with it will just always be just this special capsule of time that we had, you know, just living, living the life of like a, a famous actor, you know, and just like in a news 
magazine interviews and news interviews and just radio interviews and just like screenings and fan mail and just like who who gets to do that you know what i mean it's for you know for being in in this crazy movie so it, it's it's been amazing uh, so amazing well we know darren darren uh, agrees with george what about you deborah well absolutely as i was saying it's been turned into a blessing and has been for a long time and i've had fun with um you know the fans for many many years you know on our facebook pages um i think we all i don't know if I, George has a dedicated, I think, uh, fan page. Um, I do. It's a Troll 2 Queen is how you can find it. Um, and as well as on my personal page. But, you know, people are so loving and sweet. And I have fun with them. They like it when I act as their queen, you know, <laughs> in the language of, you know, as my, my minions or my, you know, it's hilarious. It's really fun. And, uh, and on Twitter as well, or just wherever. Um, it's just been delightful. And uh, as well as being with these guys, I, I didn't have the opportunity. I was uh, producing a TV show at the time and didn't get to really go with the guys and be there for the Best Worst movie. I was able to do some at the very, uh, in the 12th hour, you know, and did some fun things. I sat in, uh, in George's dentist chair. <laughs> <laughs> and that was fun. Now there's a little clip on that, but most of what my part was um, in a Q&A thing, uh, but that's just on the DVD, I think. It's not uh -huh. it's not included because I was in there too late to actually get uh, involved. So, but uh, it's a great best worst movie and watching them is it's amazing. It's really fun to see. But yeah, we've We've made other people's lives that they tell us uh, we've made them laugh, we've made them cry. <laughs> and so what could be more fun than that? You know, we, we, we've got a pretty interesting comment here. I'm, I'm going to read it because it's a, it's a long one. But uh, Grail Dove says, dangerous person and I, dangerous person asked a question earlier, dangerous person and I have been dating for two years. When we met, it was because of Troll 2. We've made all sorts of Troll 2 gifts and cards for one another for anniversaries and special occasions. This is a long shot, but we were wondering if any one of you would be interested in officiating a wedding in the coming years. No sweat is not. We thought it was worth a shot. We love the movie, and we're thankful that it exists. Wow. Wow. There we go. Put that on the screen. Uh, okay. It's a, it's a that, is, that is pretty awesome, Grail Dove. Oh, man. Uh, a troll two themed wedding. Okay, I, the audio is breaking up. I gotta. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'll put that up so you can read it. I think. Yeah. I think. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you heard it here, grill Darren's in. There you go, Darren's yeah. in. Definitely. Yeah, that I, is so cool. I'll get, I'll get my license. Sure. Yeah, you, you just get one. I'll, 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 I'll start it out with. Mowage! Mowage! to that monitor. Oh, and, uh, and here, and here, uh, let's see. Yeah, Grail Dump says, holy shit, thank you so much. And Dwang says, I now pronounce you husband and wife. Oh, my God! <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, I, I might have to fly out to wherever that wedding is just to say I got to see it. Just to, just to be a witness. <laughs> right? That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, man, we're... <laughs> Glad we were able to make that happen for you, Grail Dove. That's great. Absolutely. This is awesome. This is amazing. Oh, my great. <laughs> oh, well, great. thank you guys so much. This Grail Dove says, we will fly to you wherever you are. So you, you're all still in Salt Lake City area, or except for except for uh, for George. We know he's in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been an absolute pleasure. It really has. Such an honor to get to talk to you guys, for yeah, you to take sure. time to talk to us. 
we um I'm, I'm game for anything right you know at this point in my life like both both of my daughters are, are grown up and, and ruling the world and i'm single and so you know if it sounds like a good time i'm gonna i'm gonna do it <laughs> we we really appreciate that um do you do you guys all i mean we know we know deborah has um has a a, a facebook and twitter do any of you also have a um, social media accounts that people can follow that you're that you like to interact with fans on. Um, I'm on Facebook, Jason Steadman Eve, and then um, my Instagram is uh, J Rock Steady. Um, J Rock Steady, okay. J Rock Steady, and those are the two that I'm on. Okay, Darren, what about you? Uh, I'm on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, both of them just under Ewing Darren, I think. Okay. Uh, and I, during the during the, uh, the the shutdown when I was quarantined, um, I, I got onto TikTok and I got back on Twitter and realized that I uh, I'm not really interested. So I'm I'm on those, but I don't. Uh, I'm I'm on Facebook for the most part. Uh, Facebook and uh, and and Instagram. No, we don't blame you for not being into TikTok. I, I just don't understand that at all. <laughs> That's one of those things I'm like, please stop. Just let it stop. I know it's not going to, unfortunately. George, um, you're uh, yeah, on Twitter, just, aren't you? I think I'm too old. No, I, I just didn't get it. Yeah, I'm on Facebook and uh, Instagram like Darren. Just George okay, Hardy Facebook official. and Instagram. Yeah, uh, George Hardy official on Instagram and then uh, and then Facebook is my name. Just you know. okay. <laughs> and of course, you can always follow us. We are Cinematic Blind Spots on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and now on YouTube. We will uh, hopefully be streaming more some of the uh, more there in the future. And but, on Twitch. And on Twitch, Twitch, we can now yeah we can stream on Twitch too. Why not? <laughs> but um, thank yeah. you, all of you. This has been such a pleasure. We yeah. really appreciate it. Best of luck in all of your future endeavors. Uh, Darren, I hope you hear back from your casting director or from your agent for the roles that you said you were auditioning for. But thank you so much. We're going to end our broadcast now. Thank you so much. Thank you for everyone. Bye, guys. I'll call you. All right. We're looking forward to it. Okay. We'll see you. Bye. All right. Thank you, We hope you've enjoyed this very special episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. If you did, be sure to like and subscribe. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, as well as YouTube. And always remember, whether you're in your car or in your theater, always check your blind spots. You guys take care, stay healthy, stay safe, and we will see you next time.